When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hi everyone, it's Em and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks. Em got scared, she didn't want to join me on the intro. You can take it up with her. Trying to figure out my (laughs) headphones, deafening me. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties the last time we recorded this episode, so if you have listened to the previous episode of Zodiac Signs, then you know that we're re-recording this episode on the same day, and it's going to be great. But now we're talking about spirit guides, because that's how I said it in the first recording. You're welcome. Now our audio is ten times better because we're not recording on a potato anymore. No potato, and we got these potato-looking scrunchies that go over (laughs) our microphones, too. So you can't hear the sounds of our mouths opening and closing? Yeah, I know what sounds that we make sound like with our lips and stuff, and it's gross. Literally just opening your mouth, it can hear it. Yeah, Ugh. it's not fun to edit anyways. It's not fun to listen to. That's not what you guys have to worry about. What you guys have to worry about is what we're going to talk about, not how we make this possible. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, it's him. I don't know what to say. You said yo. <laughs> yo. So today we're going to be talking about spirit guides. What are spirit guides? Do we all have spirit guides? What spirit guides do? How to connect with spirit guides? And then we're going to share about our spirit guides because it's fun. Yes. So what is a spirit guide? I'm supposed to know these things, I guess, because I'm a psychic medium. Because you just see them. (laughs) (laughs) Props of being a mental medium. So spirit guides are spiritual entities that are kind of paired with you during your journey in this life, if you believe in reincarnation or just... This life in general, if you don't believe in reincarnation, that's fine too. They are your spiritual guides on this physical journey called life. Yeah, they are exactly what you need at a time. And a lot of times their names will even give you a clue of why they're in your life. Don't even start with names. (laughs) I started looking it up because this one woman, she was like talking about it. And if you have like a fae spirit guide, like a fairy Mm-hmm. they have like wild names like one of them was like a bit of inspiration was its name 
So that she was like, that told me exactly why they're in your life, too. Weird. Which, spoiler alert. <laughs> Liv figured out by Spirit Guide's name in the last recording that we did. Yeah. That recording will be sense. available on Patreon, too. <laughs> yeah, if you so want to hear us sounding like we're in a tile bathroom speaking <laughs> yeah. under a door. But uh, I usually don't get names when I'm doing readings, whether it's a, a ghost reading or... I mean, I don't really do spirit guide readings. You'll you'll see in our video on YouTube about spirit guides, how I don't like to do it because it's very personal. But in the middle of the reading, I was talking to Em about how I name my spirit guides because they don't really communicate with me through voices, just facial expressions and things like that. But Em's like, I... I God, I hate your one spirit guide. He's so like out there. He just oh, wants he to talk to, to everybody. I feel like he talks to you a lot of times and you don't even know it because I've been talking to him this week do we want to get into that now or do we want to go through what a spirit guide is no let's let's go into what a spirit guide is you'll you'll hear her spirit guide gave me a name last week and it was crazy so let's slow down go backwards that's the backwards rewind sound just so you know we don't have enough the cutest background noise you'll ever hear okay great so spirit guides are spiritual entities sometimes they are people, but not usually. That's what Liv thinks. That's what I think. And I wanted to talk about this with you um, because I I think there's a difference between spirit guides and guardian angels. And I think there is. Guardian, I just don't know what it is. Well, I think guardian angels are humans and spirit guides don't necessarily, like guardian angels aren't going to be spirit guides and vice versa. So like if you have an entity, like how your one spirit guide is a cloud. Mm-hmm. He can't be a guardian angel. He can only be a spirit guide because he's a thing, not a person. But could he be a guardian angel to other beings that are like him? We're not going into different Sorry. dimensions today, Emily. <laughs> Don't even start you that. You gave me a little bit of information. My Virgo's brain's like, well, I need to go from this angle and that angle and this angle and this angle. Well, I'm shutting you down right now. If you want to talk about different dimensions and aliens, then keep listening to this podcast because we'll cover that eventually. Oh, for sure. So... Spirit guides are your soul's guide during your physical existence in this life. You communicate with them before you incarnate into this life as the ones who will guide you. So you guys get together before you make soul contracts. And Em can tell you what a soul contract is because she knows more about it than I do. Um, and you talk to these beings and they're, they're like, okay, cool. You're going to do this in this life and you're going to be this kind of person because in this life it's going to help you reach a higher consciousness in the next one or once you are done with this life. So we're going to help guide you through it. We know how it's supposed to be, but they're not dictators of your life. They're just guides. So they're here to like point you in the right direction, but not impede on your ability to make decisions or have free will. So it happens before you incarnate. And then I believe you get together with them once you are done with this life too, but I'm not sure. But your spirit guide can present to you at different times in your life and not necessarily all at once. So I have three spirit guides as we'll get into, but I didn't know that I had three at the time and I might actually have more because I was thinking about it last night and this is new. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I was waiting to tell you that, but I'm not sure. I so. love spirit guides because they're like otherworldly. So yeah. They all have different things that like make sense in this world and make sense with you, but they're like unknown <laughs> so it's cool yeah <laughs> so i do think there's a difference between spirit guides and guardian angels and we can talk about that in a second okay so then what's the point of a guardian angel i think guardian angels are not necessarily there to watch you throughout your entire life and i don't think they are there to know about your soul contract because like your life path could have been intertwined at some point whereas spirit guides 
I don't think your lives have intertwined at some point, but I know you don't believe that because you think some people are your soul family. And I need Mm -hmm. you to explain what one soul contracts are and two, what soul families are. But what I'm trying to say is spirit guides can be entities or people, but I think the people aren't related to your soul family or intertwined with you in any of your timelines. Whereas guardian angels could be people that have intertwined with your lifeline or your soul family. Because I feel like most stories with guardian angels are like, I was in a terrible car crash and like I heard a comforting voice of somebody that felt like I knew them. And then for some reason, when the paramedics arrived, I was completely fine and untouched. But people were like, you should have died. You should have been in a human accordion along with your car. And we don't understand how you're still alive. That also gets into angels. Well, guardian angels. I know, but is there a difference between an angel and a guardian angel? Because I know there are like literal specific people that are angels. Well, yeah, but that, so that starts breaking down like the hierarchy of the spiritual realm. And we can talk about that too. I think guardian angels are under angels. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in like an office type thing. like Your mother refers to them as her committee. Well, yeah, well, those aren't her guardian angels. My mom refers to her spirit spirit guides guides. as her committee. It's the same thing though. They're just a committee yeah. in the bigger picture of the office or the company. <laughs> but they're thing. like, your committee is like, oh, your spirit guides are like, I call them your legal advisors to your soul contract because it's yeah. like your soul talks to theirs before you incarnate. And you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do because I have to reach a higher consciousness and you guys are going to be my team to get this this done. And again, like when you're working with a team or a committee, they don't tell you what to do. They just try to give you helpful input so that the output of whatever team project you're doing, and in this situation, it would be your life. <laughs> That's your team project. You can have like the best outcome possible, but obviously things can get in the way of that. So they're not there to dictate everything. They're just there to like be your team buddies with it. Whereas I would say guardian angels are like the ones that, can come in that aren't necessarily part of the group but they're like I see what's going on and you guys are about to fail so let me try and swoop in for a second and fix it and this is like your redo I'm going to tell you to start over or not do what you're doing right now but then the people that control the guardian angels are the angels which would be like the boss of the company okay or like the CEOs what how angels are described to me angels and spirit guides is spirit guides are usually always with you Mm-hmm. when you need them so they're always there following your energy yeah but angels come in at certain times when like for instance you said if you're getting in a car crash they're the ones that are like it's not your time so we're gonna make this work out for you yes yeah but i don't know that that's a guardian angel because i don't know about human spirits being angels <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing like i if you're listening to this please will you submit guardian angel stories to us because yeah, I don't know what a guardian angel is. I want to know if you guys have any guardian angel stories because I really want to know if there's a difference between them being people or like spirit guides. Yeah, because I've never heard of anyone talking about someone they know in, or that have been tied to their family as being their guardian angel. Yeah, I don't know. But so. then it goes into what you said, like soul family. Because weren't you saying that soul families can be like your past self or something? Your past lives can be your spirit guide. So they can lead you throughout your life. Soul families, it's confusing. Basically, what a soul family is, is you have this big heap of energy. And we were all one at one point. And we slowly just like separated kind of like how cells work. We separated into who we are today. So individual consciousness or people. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And we usually incarnate with those people. And each one of those people usually leads you through your life. So you have a soul contract with them to have them come in your life at a certain time. A lot of times they are your actual family, but they don't have to be. They're kind of like what you need to move forward and to remove the like karma that you have. See, like, I feel like when you talk about soul families, I think of it as you've lived a life before and you've, you're incarnating in this life now, but you've, you've lived a life with another soul in a previous life. So whether or not you're living a physical life right now and something, someone that you've already lived a life with hasn't incarnated with you, or if they have incarnated with you, that's like your soul family. Like there's so, mm, it's like your spirits have lived together before and whether or not they are in the physical world at the same time again, they're there to guide you no matter Usually, what. Usually your soul family will wait for you in the astro to reincarnate again. But do you think that sometimes they incarnate with you? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, like if like I'm saying you and I had different lives at one time in a different life and now the reason we're friends in this life is because we were friends in a previous life or we were family in a previous well, yeah. life. We're probably we're probably a soul family too. Cuz it literally makes no sense to me cuz I honestly feel like since my family is so disconnected and I am not close to anyone in my family. Well, those people are definitely your soul family. I feel like they're not, though. Oh, they at so all. are. I feel like I've literally incarnated with the people that are physically related to me aren't actually related to me. And I just somehow popped in here. And it doesn't make sense that we became friends. They're not necessarily this friendly person that's like in your life to be nice and whatever. They can be an oppressor to you. It's literally all about getting the right pieces of karma out of your energy. But I just don't feel like my soul knows theirs. I feel like they're all brand new people. Well, I don't know what that means because I'm not a medium. Well, what I'm saying is like I think of a soul family as when you meet somebody, you know or you have a feeling like you get so you get along with them so well you feel like connected on a different level of that you've lived a life before. Like your soul recognizes their soul unconsciously. I don't know if that's the same thing as a soulmate, but soulmates aren't necessarily your soul family either. Well, I'm not saying soulmate. Like, I don't think we're soulmates, but I think that it just doesn't make sense that we became friends. Like, I would have never been on the riding team if it wouldn't have been for April. And April and I were, were never even friends because we're not even, like, in the same social class. I mean, we're, we're like acquaintances, but we're not, like, friends. Like, she didn't think I was super cool and we weren't going to, like, have sleepovers or whatever. But you being so much older than me and, like, wasn't even the person that was the reason I got interested in IEA or anything. It doesn't make sense that we became friends. I literally had no one to talk to on our riding team and I wasn't even on our riding team yet. I was just sitting in the bleachers in the cold arena and you were sitting by yourself. And I was like, all cool. of these people, I have no idea. They like have so much money. They have all of these riding. I didn't even have riding clothes at that point, Emily. I literally yep. had no idea what I was doing. And I you were just cheap riding clothes. You were just sitting there by yourself. And I was like, I don't know why I feel like I should talk to her, but also like, why not? But I remember I stared at you for like 20 minutes and I was like, should I she talk thinks. to her or should I not talk to her? Should I talk to her or should I not talk to her? Because I was so scared because everyone on the riding team seemed like they didn't like me, but I really wanted to do this and I didn't have anybody to do it with. And usually I'm somebody that needs someone else to do something with them because I don't know how to do things for myself. Right. Because you're a Leo. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I should just talk to her. And I was like, well, I like her shirt because it's pink. And I literally have no idea why I told you that I liked your shirt because it was pink. It's not something that I would outwardly say to anybody. I feel like that wasn't me speaking. Is it because you're my twin flame? <laughs> I don't because know. Because I look at you and I see my trauma. I don't. And that's a twin. Mm, maybe not. Twin flames are, they have 
they're essentially the same as your energy, like your energy splits in half and you have another being on this earth with you that has the same trauma that processes it the same way. So when you're in a relationship with your twin flame, it's like really hard because you have to look at your trauma every day and deal with it. That's kind of what you are for me. But a lot of times with twin flames, there's like a reason for you not to be together or it's very coincidental that you ended up meeting or becoming friends. But do you also realize that after we talked at that at that show and I introduced myself because I was like, hi, I like your pink shirt. And you're like, thanks, pink's my favorite color. And you also told me that you wanted to be a screamo singer. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like not somebody that I would ever talk to. I just don't know why it happened. And then we never really had riding lessons together because I started out on our riding team knowing nothing. And you were already way ahead of me because you'd been riding for so much longer. So we didn't even really have lessons together. Maybe once or twice the entire time I was on the team. And then out of nowhere, I don't even remember giving you my number and you texted me. That's why I have you in my yeah. phone as Emily Batman. Because well, I don't remember any of that. What I remember is... You talking to me and me being like, well, I'm going to force this person to be my friend <laughs> against her will because all of my other friends are mean to me. So I'm going to force this girl to be my friend. Like all the other girls have these really close friends. Weird. I didn't. And before you even had a cell phone, I emailed you instead of texting you. I don't even remember you emailing me. I just remember you texting me on my Nokia off-brand Walmart Blackberry that I'd gotten from my brother as a hand-me-down in my kitchen one summer after I got home from band. And I thought that you were one of the kids that I met in band as my freshman year in high school. And you were like, hey, it's Batman. And I was like, who is Batman? Yeah, I said, hey. And you were like, who is this? I was like, it's Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And you you were really fun to play with because you actually answer. (laughs) It's because I'm really, really... uh, a child. <laughs> uh, so one time we talked and just were like, cool, we know each other and we're, we're friends, but we didn't really hang out and we never interacted after that, except for Emily emailing me, which I don't remember. And then her yeah, texting I literally me. literally emailed you once a week and, and you, you emailed back. So weird. And then she texted me and was like, you want to come to my graduation party? And I was like, yeah, why not? I don't have anything else to do. And at this point, little Olivia didn't even drive. So my dad dropped me off at Emily's house and she's a part of a huge Italian family. And I literally remember going into this house that was full of people everywhere. Yeah, I think like 200 people came to my graduation yeah. party. In a normal size house. That were all house. related to me. Yeah. And I just walked in and they're like, oh, hi, how are you? And I was like, everyone's so nice. I don't understand this. And then It's like, also because, because there's so many of us, we have no idea if we know you or not. Oh, yeah. Well, they're like, who... Who are you looking for? You look lost. And I was like, I'm looking for Emily. They're like, oh, she's over here. (laughs) I literally went to a house full of a family that I didn't even know for a girl that I barely knew. And now we're doing a podcast. Yeah. And now we see each other every fucking day. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't have a sister and I do have a brother, but I'm not very close to my brother. And I feel like I'm closer to you than I am my physical relation brother. Yeah. But I still think they're your soul family. (laughs) I don't. But I don't know what you mean by it. I recognize your soul. I don't know what that means. I don't think that's happened for me before. You just get into relationships with people and you just feel like you've known them before. Like you guys have done stuff a previous life. Like I feel like you and I were maybe sisters in a different life and that's why we're not sisters now because we- We need to do past life regression. We really do. I think that would be super cool. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like your soul family. Your soul family is like people that you've connected with on a spiritual level in your past lives. And then once you both die, you meet each other and you're like- that was pretty cool. We should do this again. And then you just become like a family. 
Well, your soul family is literally a part of the same energy. Okay, I have another question. Okay. So, my friend who's a medium. She me. who shall not be named. That's what I put in the notes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, she told me that I have, like, I don't remember what side of my body. That I have, like, a tear in my energy field. Do you see that? Before you even said anything, I knew what you were going to say. Because she said that she has the same one. And that makes me think that that's how soul families are. I don't think that. No? What is this then? Because she says that. I shouldn't bring this up. <laughs> but you probably already know because I was about to say it. But she says that dark things, like, like that's my weak point. I think everybody has a weak point. You can literally see it in my energy field. Um, or no, you can't. No, I think when she was talking to you, you were at a different low point in your life. Does that sound concurrent? I guess. And you're not at that same point now. So it's not there. Well, I'm wondering what the diff, like, why she has the same one. Is it because we have the same trauma? I don't think she has the same one. I think. So that she has like a hole in her energy in the same spot. And Nathan was, Nathan's her spirit guide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was telling her that we're like cut from the same cloth. Well, every human is cut from the same cloth. That could be interpreted in so many different ways. Okay. It was in response to why are we together? Because we're so opposite because you're a Pisces and I'm an Aries. Is she really a Pisces? Yes. That makes so much sense. There's a literal reason why I have a problem with Pisces. And it's because I apologized to my friend who's a medium for two weeks and she wouldn't take it at all. So there's that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would say mine is here if we're talking about Does it. Does everyone have one? I don't know. It's not something I've talked about or what came up when about I before. was what came up when I was about to say that on the right hand side. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I don't see it, though. Yeah, I think everybody has a weak point and it depends on how you are right now. Energy wise, you're not in a bad place. So I don't think that it is a vulnerability area for you. Got you. It might have been when you guys were talking about it because you were really stressed out with school. Okay, let's talk about spirit guides. Yeah, because we're going on tangents. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. So you're listening to all of this crazy stuff and you're thinking, well, they're off on a tangent, but also, do I even have a spirit guide? Yes, everybody has spirit guides. And just because you don't think that you have one doesn't mean that you don't. Everybody has at least one, if not more. I have three, M has two, I might have four. (laughs) I can't wait for this story. (laughs) We'll get into it. But your ego is what inhibits a lot of your metaphysical perception your perception of the metaphysical around you and like we said in the last video of your zodiac signs your ego is what makes rational decisions so like em had a little tiny trickster thing in her cupboards the other week or a couple weeks ago and she was trying to rationalize it with her ego of that it's just a noise that's new in the house that she's lived in for over a year and i had to tell her because her one spirit guide was telling me to tell her hey there's something in your cabinets and when i explained it to her she's like oh my god you know what's going on i'm not crazy yeah i was like okay so that noise that just started happening all of a sudden is actually happening because my house didn't make a tapping noise in the kitchen like at first i thought it was my cats but both the cats were asleep and obviously not making noises in my kitchen yeah and when she said that i was like oh god (laughs) (laughs) so and that was Emily's ego was getting, I'm not discounting that you should use your rational mind before you just believe metaphysical things, but your ego is usually what inhibits your ability to perceive metaphysical things around you. So her ego is like, no, it's just a tapping noise. But then her spirit guide lady was like, I'm here to tell you to tell Em that she's right. It's not a tapping noise. There's something in her cabinets and we have to ignore it so that it goes away. But also (laughs) she was trying to validate that Em wasn't crazy and that there was something there. Yeah. So I actually had the ability to do it. So yeah, so the first step of 
getting in tune with your spirit guides is to try and not let you second guess yourself that you don't have any because you do. I'm here to tell you that you have at least one, if not more. And the first step to contacting them, well, it's not necessarily contacting them, it's communicating with them. And I didn't want to say speaking with them because speaking is different. Well, they're always talking to you. You just don't know well, they're that com- they're doing it. Yeah, they're communicating with you. Because that would be scary if they just started speaking in your head. Yeah, that's what I struggle with. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is why they don't speak in my head. And I also usually don't get names because voices are weird and complex and it's hard to manifest that in someone's mind. So now that we've established that what spirit guides are, they're there to guide you in your life and they're there before and after you incarnate in your physical journey. You do have them and you can contact them. And we figured this out. I figured this out when we were making our spirit guide YouTube video that I thought everyone knew that they could just contact their spirit guides or like communicate with them. Shit, my medium friend says. (laughs) But that's because I'm a mental medium and I see mine. Uh, But people aren't mental mediums. So we have to, we're going to cover on how to do it. And Em figured out how. And when she told me, she was like, I figured out how to communicate with my spirit guides. I was like, you didn't know that? She was like, no, nobody knows this. Who do you think you are? Most people don't know what a spirit guide is. So Em's going to tell you about the signs and symbols that she used to create a point of contact between her spirit guides so that they could form a base of communication. Okay, so I told this story on the YouTube channel. So if you want the full story and all of my sob stories of my very dark <laughs> sadness, you can get into that. This Today we're going to talk about even more sadness, but that'll be later down the line. So with my symbols and signs, when I first started going through my spiritual awakening, which I sound crazy talking about it because I don't know how it happened. But basically, I started getting these weird thoughts that like were not my own thoughts and it's really hard to explain but what we figured out is one of my spirit guides talks to me through lists but before we get into that at that point I was like something weird is happening and I need validation that like this is not my thoughts that this is my spirit guide so I saw this video on TikTok and the lady was like I was going through my spiritual awakening and I needed validation that I was on the right path. So I told my spirit guides, can you give me a sign? And rainbows was her sign because she lives in a very dry area, so there's no chance of seeing rainbows. So the next day, her daughter came home and was like, mommy, I learned how to draw rainbows today. And that was her validation that she was in fact on the right path. So I heard that and I was like, I for sure am going to do this. And I came up with rainbows for yes and bones for no. But also I was like, bone sounds a little bit too scary, so I don't know. And I was not at a decision, but before I could even decide, the next day they sent me a TikTok. And in the TikTok, there was this person who was drawing an anime character. And on the character's jacket on her shoulder, there was a rainbow flag. And I started thinking, oh, well, that was probably one of my signs. Like, I know I didn't decide, but that was one of them. So I watched it again, and the anime character has bones has a skull drawn on their shoes (laughs) and that's kind of how it comes in for me it always comes in rainbows and then bones like it's an afterthought because that's exactly how it was when I was deciding but it's funny because I'm thought like oh bones are scary so never mind that's not a big deal and in the time that we were recording the YouTube video when she was telling me this because I hadn't heard it before when she said bones I immediately got the picture of like cartoon 
drawn bones. Yeah. And then the fact that, yeah. And then the fact that she was like, that's scary. I don't want those. Her spirit guides still showed her bones, but in a way that wasn't frightening to her, which means that they're listening. Yeah, because I pictured, like, actually getting bones, and I was like, oh, God, don't like, don't make that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, we hear you. It's okay. <laughs> so you can communicate with your spirit guides. You just have to get a sign or a symbol that is not something super, super common. Like, um, I think she mentioned in the video that she wanted, like, feathers or yeah, something. But I wanted feathers, but obviously I have two cats, and everything has feathers on it. <laughs> So I'd be like, oh, there's like 20 feathers. It must be a sign. Like, no, I have cats. <laughs> yeah. I can talk about my mom, too. I gave my mom a reading, and it, um, it he's not necessarily a spirit guide, but he is someone that is, like, helping her out spiritually right now and, like, physically as if he's a spirit guide. And uh, when I was reading him for her because he's new, I said, he sends you sunshine, and, like, you don't notice it. He's telling me that you're so, like, involved in yourself and how you're doing things in your life right now that you're not even noticing that he's there so that's why he's making himself present to me to tell you that you need to calm down a little bit and look at the sunshine that he's sending you she's like i don't see sunshine i'm a nurse i work 13 hour shifts and uh, there's people dying and blah 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 and i was like again, and i'm in aries and i can't slow down yeah i'm like again you need to calm down because he is sending you sunshine she called me the next day. She went into work and one of the maintenance guys that cleans everything came up to her. And I guess he's like a really, really gruff old guy. And like he likes to swear with my mother. That's how they bond because she loves to swear too. And uh, he went up to her one day and was like, how you doing, sunshine? Wow. <laughs> Dear God. Literally the day after I told her this. And she's like, what did you say? He's like, I don't know. She's like, what did you say? He's like, I don't remember. She's like, did you call me sunshine? He's like, I guess I did. She's like, you never call anybody sunshine. She's like, usually call them a choice of a different words. And that's not for me. She's, he's like, she confronted him. was like, why did you call me sunshine? He's like, I don't know. I just like something came over me. But yeah, with the spirit guides <laughs> too, when you get signs, if it feels like a sign, it probably is. Yeah. So like <laughs> I was saying sunshine and I think she meant like literal sunshine, like through yeah. a window, but it's things like that. So if you ask for a sign... Like, the woman in the dry place was like, I want to see rainbows. She was probably expecting, like, rainbows outside. Yeah. But her daughter came home with rainbows. Right. Yeah. So, the whole thing is establishing some sort of physical base of communication with something that is not physical, which is hard. But you can do it. I know you can do it. Emily did it. My mom did it. Everyone does it. Everyone <laughs> yeah. can do it. Everyone can do it. <laughs> this podcast is going to be one step forwards for, for spirit guide kind. For you contacting your spirit guides. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit so. guides are cool. Everyone has spirit guides, and that's how you can communicate with them. So you want to tell us about yours? Yeah, since I can see them. <laughs> yeah, because you're a seer. Yeah. So when I was eight years old, I mean, I, I've been a medium since I was born. I, I saw a TikTok the other day that Emily sent me or was related to one of the things Em sent me because she's on spiritual TikTok, and it was like, if you're a medium and mediums say that they knew that they I were a medium that. when they were eight years old or six years old, she's like, they're hokey because- you no. just are always a medium. And I'm like, oh. it, it literally says if you find a medium that tells you they see dead people run the other way because they're a scam. And I was like, oh, well, I better run away from Liv, <laughs> who tells me that she doesn't want to see dead people. Yeah, no. Uh, so I'm. it just I, guess, I mean, I've always been a medium, I guess. It's just not until I was a child that I could form memories and have a conception of what was going on and see things that I realized it. Maybe it's just like when you formed your ego, you finally realized that they shouldn't be there. Probably. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Anyways, it just made, that TikTok just made me angry. I'm like, how are you supposed to know you're a medium before you can think for yourself? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right. Because children a lot of times don't realize they're talking to ghosts. Exactly. Yeah. And you just don't remember it because you think it's normal. Anyways. Right. <laughs> so when I realized that I was a medium, uh, I was about eight years old. And you can learn all about that in our first podcast and our first YouTube video at Metapsychics. But um, I was fortunate enough to have my mother who also realized that she was a medium and had started her own kind of journey into learning about what being a medium was because up until then she never really embraced it like I'm doing now. So it was hard for her. But when I told her I'm seeing people that aren't there and she could see them too or sense that they were there. For the most part, I was fortunate enough for her to be able to give me some guidance. And some of the guidance that she told me was to use a door to keep people behind. So as a mental medium, I get thoughts, images, feelings, and emotions of other people that are influencing me with their energy, which is their soul or their spirit. And it's like uh, in my mind, I have a dark room. And in that dark room, that's just, it's just black. I have a door. And behind that door is where there's a white room. And I associate that white room where spirits coincide. So if someone needs to talk to me, they can wait behind that door. It's just kind of my way to mediate my feelings because, or not my feelings. It's how you control your energy field. It keeps spirits away from your energy field until you're ready to interact with them. Yeah, because if I don't have some sort of door or barrier between me and the spirit, or just spirit in general... When I say spirit, I'm talking about the energy source that gives me my inner information as well as the area where spirits reside. Some people call it heaven. M likes to call it the astro. I call it spirit. But it's hard to in lingo because I'm talking to spirits that are in spirit. It's just an anomaly. So my first spirit guide is M calls him a doorkeeper or a gatekeeper. Yeah, he's a doorkeeper. I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah, I think a lot of mediums have a door like you do, and they have their main spirit guide sits at it and mediates who goes through it. Yeah, so that's what I have. My first spirit guide is, I call him the blue man dude. Which also, I, I can't get over that you used to have a window in your door. <laughs> That you could see people behind the window. Yeah. When I was little, my mom told me to have a door. And as a child, I loved to embellish everything. So I had like this really pretty white door and it had like a window at the top and it had a gold door handle and there was like, um, what, like wood carving accents on it and it was super pretty and there was like sunshine behind it. And I would get really scared because people would come in and they would try, um, when, when I say come in is spirits would try to communicate with me and I'd be like, oh, you have to be behind my door. So then I would like close my eyes and get really scared and like envision my door to try and keep them behind it, which is just building walls basically. And uh, I would see people looking through the window of my door. <laughs> and my mom's like, I would tell her this. I'm like, mommy, there's people looking through the window of my door. She's like, why does your door have a window? I'm like, because it's pretty. <laughs> That's so a Leo thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) So my blue man dude is the guy who sits by the door. And the reason I call him the blue man dude is because I don't usually get names. And we'll get into that like we already talked about. But he looks like one of the people from the blue man group, which is interesting because I was a child when I started seeing him and I didn't know what the blue man group was. And if you don't know what the blue man group is, it's this like group of guys that are all bald and they paint their skin blue and wear like black turtlenecks and like bang on drums that have fluorescent paint and like blue light or something or black light and it's like some sort of rave thing I think. I have no idea. All I know is that they're just painted blue and Uh, real scary and bald. Yeah and bald. So it's weird. So imagine having this 
very nice feeling energy wise man that stares at you in front of your door, but he just has he's blue with a and he communicates to you through what expression facial features. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I used to get scared, and I was uh, when I was little, and I used to get scared because I, I could feel people trying to communicate with me, or I would see people. He would be there, and I would close my eyes, and I could envision him in front of my door, and he would always give me feelings of calm reassuringness and he he would smile a lot which i know sounds creepy because just imagine like a blue guy smiling with big old white teeth well he probably communicates to you through facial expressions because as a medium you don't enjoy hearing voices i know he's so happy that i'm talking about him (laughs) they finally came back to me after last night yeah because they're probably waiting for that to happen because now Now there's a lot of things you have to do. I know, and they're here for me. Yeah. In the last episode that we recorded, my spirit guides and I, we weren't at odds. It's just that I wanted their guidance, and they were like, this is free will. Yeah. They're like, good luck, kiddo. Don't mind me just watching. Yeah, I've been on my training wheels for so long, and now I was, like, riding down the sidewalk, and they, like, took the training wheels off. And they're just like, keep going. And I'm like, oh, no, please come back. And they're like, no, 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 you're fine. Yes, you're finally doing what we want you to do. But we can't tell you that because that'll ruin it. Yeah, so that's my blue man dude. Uh, Again, I don't get names, so I give them names. Blue man dude? Yeah, because he's a blue man dude. Wow. (laughs) And he's my first spirit guide. So (laughs) creative. I mean, for an eight-year-old, it's not bad. Mm. I think they're called the blue man group or blue men group. Are they? Blue man group. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's the blue man dude, and he's pretty cool. So now my second guide, I've named him Shaggy, uh, and he's newer. He probably came around in the last year and a half, two years. And the reason I call him Shaggy is because he... He looks like a hippie, right? Yeah, he looks like a hippie. He's got shaggy brown hair. He's got shaggy brown hair, and he wears like a tunic kind of almost shirt. And then he wears linen cargo. What is it? Cargo? Khaki. Oh. Because khaki is like a color, but also a type of pant. Yeah. Uh, Loose, like tan khaki pants that are frayed at the bottoms, and he wears like sandals. And he's just a very calming energy he has a lot of uh gold light associated with him too but like we said before you can have more than one spirit guide and they don't all present at the same time they present in different points of your life depending on when you need them so I was going through a lot I was living in an apartment with my fiance in a not very good city but it was close to my school and uh I mean it was not entirely unsafe but it it was convenient (laughs) and it was what could have been worse (laughs) yeah it could have been worse But I was very stressed out between school, working, just all of the things that go on with becoming an adult and you're still kind of a kid, which I still am now if you're listening to this and you're older than me. You're like, you're still a child, yo whippersnapper. I I understand that. I constantly feel like I need an adult. I'm going on a tangent. Stop (laughs) looking at me. But I went to lay down for a nap and it was 100% a depression nap. You know where you just, you're so anxious and depressed at the same time that the only thing that you can do is try to lay down and just reset your brain and get out of reality. It was one of those naps. So yeah. I, I lay down and that weird space between where you're about to fall asleep, but then you are still awake and you can hear the stuff going on around you. That's kind of where I was at. And it's more of a pain to wake up than it is just to fall asleep. But I remember laying on my bed in my apartment about to fall asleep. And I felt like this warm presence just like lay on top of me. And I 100% thought that it was my fiance uh, just coming to like give me a cuddle, but not wake me up before I went to bed. And I just remember feeling like very calm, like there was just like golden warm light around me. And I assumed it was just the window behind me too, because we had a window in our bedroom. And then I just went to sleep. But I remember feeling like all of the anxiety that I had and depression that entire day just was gone. And that was like the tipping factor of me being able to finally fall asleep. 
So once I woke up from my nap, I went up to the front of our apartment to go talk to my fiance and was like, oh, thanks so much for like, you know, giving me a nice cuddle, but not like waking me up because I really needed a nap and I feel so much better. I'm real excited. And he's like, I did not lay on top of you. He's like, who laid on top of you while you're trying to take a nap? I'm like, stranger danger. Yeah. I'm like, I thought it was you. He's like, I've been watching Naruto up here this whole time. Naruto. (laughs) He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So obviously freaked out. I was like, oh my God, there's some weird dark entity in my apartment (laughs) because our apartment was built in like 1897. Yeah. And, uh, I never had, yeah, I had never had weird feelings in our apartment before for how old it was. So I called my mom naturally. Naturally. And once I called her, I kind of got like an alarmed feeling like, oh, no, no, no. Like when there's like a misunderstanding between you and other, and another person and you have like that weird, awkward, like feeling, you know, it was like that. And then once I started talking to her, I was able to realize that it was a new spirit guide and his name's Shaggy. That's what I called him because he kind of looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Right. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. God, I hate talking about this. We already talked about it once and it makes me angry that I have to talk about it again. <clears throat> now we're moving on to my third spirit guide. And this spirit guide is a woman with red hair and she's like very businessy. She has like a red or black waistcoat that she wears and she has like a dress and like like clicky clack heels too. Not that I see that so much. It's just what I get as her for a feeling. But she presented when I was having a reading with a psychic that my mom is friends with and goes to and... Our psychic friend does astrology and numerology, I think. She's not a medium. And during this reading, I actually ended up giving a reading to her because her son came in and started talking about a book that he wanted her to publish for him that he wrote before he died. That's a story for a different day. But uh, she's like, I feel like you have like two spirit guides, maybe three. And before she even said three, like how M says things and I know what she's going to say before she says, it's like with my mediumship and my psychic things it's like a line has to be crossed like in Bugs Bunny when he's like cross this one and this one and this one I bet you won't do it and this one that's just how my mediumship works it's like there has to be a trigger to something for things to come through otherwise they won't or it's harder because my walls are there does that make sense the lines are like someone pushes a block out of my wall and that block coincides with some sort of thing that has to come through yeah Em's not talking she's like quit rambling (laughs) 
Well, you're just saying everything that I would say. What do you mean? Like, when you read my mind, <laughs> you can't read it until my brain says, I'm about to say this, this is at the tip of my tongue, but I'm not going to say it now. It's already past my wall, so that's why you pick up on it. Mm, makes sense. So she said maybe three, and once she said three, I got this redheaded woman. And I was like, God darn it. But I was scared because the energy that came off of this woman was, like, very... It was motherly but stern, but like disappointed and irritated slightly too. And I was like, I don't want this spirit guide. This is horrible. So in my mind, the way my spirit guides present is my blue man guy is the closest to me and my door, which present on my right hand side, right inside my mind. And then about five to 10 feet back is where Shaggy stands. And now with the redheaded lady, she stands way back, almost in the shadows, like 25, 30 feet away from Shaggy and the blue man dude. And she just used to give off this air of just discontent and just like I'm disappointed in you you need to be doing this and I don't understand why you can't do that like she's your kick in the ass yeah that's what I'm like to call her you got too much going on and you need someone to not hold your hand and just kick you over the edge and you have to deal with it yeah and that's her so I just call her the (laughs) redheaded lady and uh I just got the name Veronica (laughs) is that her name I don't know she might be more open to you now because you're doing what she says. I know. I don't want to talk about it. Maybe I'll have to call her Veronica now. She, uh, yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't been until I started this business with Emily and we went on our long journey car ride that was like 18 <laughs> hours and we decided that we were going to make this, this a business. <laughs> we planned our entire business. Yeah, in an 18-hour car ride. It was wild. To That's get my chinchilla. Funny. Check out my chin villain YouTube account. Yeah, it's pretty cute. But now... Once we started doing all of this stuff, it, it was like she didn't believe me when I agreed with M verbally to do this. Neither she was like I. standing in the background with her arms folded like, I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. That's <laughs> how I was too. Really? That's why I, okay. In our YouTube video, I asked for confirmation that if I should be doing this with Liv because I was terrified that you're going to be like, well, I can't do this anymore. And I'm going to be like, we stop being friends because you're like annoyed that I'm like, taking advantage of you and all this other crap because she who shall not be named thought that you were taking advantage of her when you were just she told me i was taking advantage of her gifts even though i was just trying to find out enough information to help her because i was the only one that she told things to yeah so yeah i don't know (laughs) so i'm like worried about that you're just like one day gonna be like well i hate you now and you take advantage of me and i can't have a business with you because of all these things and i'm like okay i was trying to help that's why we're friends, because I feel like I'm taking advantage I know. of you doing this. Exactly. When we were talking about your Leoness in our last podcast, I'm literally just sitting here like, God, my trauma is speaking to me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so now that I'm doing this business with M, my relationship with the redheaded lady, Veronica, is uh, more open. And she's like, once we started getting likes and views on our YouTube channel and on our Instagram and followings and things like that, and I did a couple readings, which is super great because I get really scared when I do readings. I get like imposter if syndrome. They aren't like in the same room as you. Yeah, I have a hard time with uh, accepting that I can do readings over the phone or over Zoom, which is, I mean, there's coronavirus right now. So that's basically how I'm doing readings if I'm doing any at all because people are nervous about what I do and I understand that because I'm nervous about what I do. We're also really new so no one knows who we are. (laughs) Yeah that'll change. I'm really excited. We're gonna be doing really good but um, once I started doing some readings and like actually putting more of myself into this and trying to what is it engage myself or 
I'm getting lost because they're talking to me. Yeah, they're, talking. they're like, you don't need to be talking about this right now. You already talked about it. You have to talk about your new thing. Yeah, talked about your new thing. Skip what you're saying. I want to know about this new guy. Okay, so I'm going to try and... Consolidate uh, this. Yeah, consolidate my thoughts a little bit because this is new. When Em and I recorded this podcast the first time, I was talking about how I had a dream about how my spirit guides were walking away from me because I desperately want their guidance right now since so many things are happening with our channel i mean okay it feels like a lot of things should be happening with our podcast and our business and our youtube channel but it's not and i'm kind of like please give me guidance on like is this something that we should keep doing is this going to take a long time because i've been really stressed out with my job um because it sucks soul out of me literally Mm, got you and i'm like is this something that i should keep pursuing so that em and i can have a business and we can have a form of income and a basis and not have to have normal nine to five jobs or Should I put all of my time and energy right now instead of the podcast into finding a new job like a normal person? Uh, And it's really... And that's why they were telling you to wait this week. (laughs) (laughs) I literally made a new um, uh, resume and everything because I'm like, I shouldn't... It's not uh, something great that I should be banking on. Like, if this doesn't work, I'm not going to have anything. And if it takes two or three years for this to work, you don't want to be at a job that sucks for two or three years out. if it doesn't work. Yeah. Because it'll be two or three years down the line. And that means I'm two or three years behind where I should be. As a Leo, I feel like I need to protect everybody. And if I'm right. not doing everything for everybody where I can be self-sufficient and also take care of people, it I have problems with not being able to have control and trusting other people. And Bradley's doing very good with like <laughs> telling me everything's going to be okay and that he's going to provide for us and that I can do this and we're going to have a business and you yeah, can no. do this. I've literally been watching people online in the same position like, that have s- nothing, and it happens really quick. So I, since the beginning, knew for a fact that it was going to be easy, that this was going to happen. <laughs> I still do. Like, you can try and convince me that it's not going to work out. The only thing that you can tell me that it won't work out is if you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. That's the only way no. it won't work out. And that's what my guides keep telling me, too. I'm going to do it. I'm really, really <laughs> trying to do this. But that's what I've been struggling with. And I, I was reaching out to my guides. I'm like, please help me. I really need some guidance. I really need you guys. And they're like, no, no, no. You want us. We're not going to help you. And they literally congregated together. And as I told you, they've never been like in a huddle before. They always have their weird spacing. Now that I've connected with, the, with Veronica, the red-haired lady, she now joined my other spirit guides. And they were like in a huddle talking. And I was like, uh, excuse me, guys, knock, knock, knock. Uh, can I please get in on whatever you're talking about? And they're like, nah, you don't need to hear what we're talking about. This is this doesn't concern you, you mere mortal. You're on your tricycle. We took the wheels off. You're fine. Just go around the block again. It's great. Just do whatever you need to do. <laughs> what, do, you, do they start getting nervous when you're, like, trying to apply to jobs? Well, I... Because <sighs> they broke their silence or whatever. Well, so I had a dream that they were walking up um, stairs and away from me to wherever they were going. And I was like, no, I'm completely alone. I feel like like just lost. And they're not talking to me because your spirit guides don't help you with what you want. They help you with what you need. And even as a medium that knows that, it's it's a hard pill to swallow when it's, it's, it's happening to you. So now last week I was applying jobs or thinking about applying to jobs, looking at jobs, making a resume, weighing my options on whether or not I should have this, you know, invest my time and my dreams into this dream business with M and see if it's going to work. Because, you know, when you're a medium, there's a lot of issues with what you do. And I'm like, how am I supposed to make a, a career out of it or, you know, a living off of this? So that I just, it's a lot. And my spirit guides were like shaking their head. Like I've told you again, they don't communicate with words. They're like, no, 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 no. Calm down. Take a deep breath. 
everything will be fine. Wait until the summertime because in the summertime, things are going to be really great. And, I, so and they're telling you that. Yes, they're telling me that. And they're like, you don't Fabulous. need to. They're like, you don't need to apply to new jobs because this is going to work out. You just need to give it time. And you're not a patient person. So try being patient. Aries. That's what you're supposed to be learning right now is patience and persistence. And those are two things that I struggle with by myself. Yeah. Patience and persistence. Especially with me. Like if it's, again, I'm trying to apply to jobs because I feel like I need to take care of everybody else. But what I need right. to be doing is taking care of me and doing this is going to help take care of me and in turn the other people around me. Yeah, with being successful, I've watched a lot of mindset stuff. If you want to make a lot of money, you have to be completely fine with the opposite of having nothing so that you can build something from nothing. I know. I told you how much I made last year. Yeah. I have, you- a, I have a freaking bachelor's degree and I'm making small potatoes. Yeah. Millionaires say that because if you're going to continue to change your time for money, you're not going to get anywhere. You have to quit your job, have this full risk of never amounting to anything and not getting money in order to make money. You have to take a risk in order to get something in return. That doesn't work with my Leo brain. I know. (laughs) I'm aware. I see it. So we've already mentioned this, but we started a TikTok. I was against TikTok because my family is very conservative and they're like, the government's going to steal your things and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, if the government wanted to steal all of your IDs and your personal everything, they They would just- They already have it. Yeah. I don't know. But I was leery about it, so- Em's like, well, we got to do a TikTok because it'll be really good and it's trendy and it's just another platform for people to see what we do and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, fine. So she started a TikTok. Guys, we posted a video on TikTok. About- and it was, it was dumb. It's really, really it's silly. It's so dumb and it's blowing up. <laughs> yeah, we have over 70,000 views on one video in less than a day. And keep in mind, we have like maybe 10 videos total on our channel, I guess you want to call it. Yeah, on our YouTube channel. And what this is on our TikTok. Oh, we have 12 videos on our TikTok, I think. And it's funny because Thursday I came over M's as we do for lunchtime. And uh, we literally made this in like 10 minutes because we're like, we have to go to work. (laughs) Yeah, because M's like, I want to do an aura video. So like, just read my aura and we'll do a TikTok on it. And I was like, well, I watch TikToks and I've seen a couple videos where they have a filter where the filter is supposed to show your aura. And I think it's kind of fun. I'm like, I don't believe it's real. It's just like, it's a TikTok filter. Like, it's not a real thing. It can't be real. Yeah. So M's like, (laughs) yeah. So M's like, well, let's test it. She's like, read my aura. And I don't really read auras. It's something that I have to focus on, honestly, to look at. Because people are like, I see auras around people. And I'm like, when I see things, since I'm a mental medium, I see them in my mind's eye. So when I look at you, I'm not really seeing a color. I'm seeing it in my mind. Yeah. Kind of. Whereas a lot of people just see it as energy around people. Yeah. So it. It's weird. It's an interpretation of what my aura could be. Yeah. And auras are constantly changing. You, yeah. you have all of the colors at some point. It's just what color is most like prominent associated with you. Or also like layered on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. How they're like all, yeah. So I read M's aura. It was purple with yellow on the outside. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And I was like, well, let's do this TikTok. And I introduced us, you know, told about the channel. I was like, so I think her aura is purple with a little bit of yellow, completely not thinking that this filter is going to work. Yeah. And, and then we, went, we, used it. we went to go find it. We're like, where is this? We have to restart it so we can find it. We had to look up how to find the t- filter on Google. Yeah. And then we finished the TikTok and it's exactly what she said it was. Which is conveniently. Conven- yeah, conveniently. And then- it doesn't actually read auras and everyone's like, it's a loop. It's a loop. That's a why. And we're like, Okay, but why are you watching it? (laughs) (laughs) 
So now we have the idea of, I mean, it definitely is interesting and fun. And I mean, what is life? Why, why do we live life if there aren't fun, quirky things to do or believe in like this, even if it's 100% silly and not real? Yeah, it's exactly like what everybody says success on like YouTube is. It's literally success from things that you would not expect. And uh, yeah, so that happened yesterday. And I, I'm just like, we're blowing up on TikTok. And it's funny because yeah, no. she told me when I she- posted it Thursday and it's Saturday now and it started blowing up on Friday. Like, randomly, because it was at, like, 100 views for a while, and then just at 5 o'clock yesterday, it just started, like, getting traction, and then people started contacting us, and Jesus Christ. (laughs) Honestly. So, and it's funny, too, because when we were making the TikTok the day before, she's like, I think I messed up our TikTok because I tried to put our website link on the description or whatever. And tried to, like, shadow ban me or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But it wouldn't show my stuff to anything. She's like, we have one shot to make it on TikTok, and I think I just blew our one shot. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, so don't worry about TikTok, but let's still make content for it anyways. And we did. And we have over a thousand followers right now. And it's way more than we could possibly think of. Yeah. So I was at the grocery store last night, bebopping around. And I got a heart-shaped pizza in case you all wanted to know. I'm real excited about it. (laughs) But M calls me and I was like, okay, we usually text. And if we call, we're not like somebody that talks on the the phone phone. because we're fucking millennials yeah so she called me i was like oh this must be important so i answered it you know getting salad dressing and she's like have you looked at your phone right now and i was like no she's like you have someone trying to book an appointment with you right now and uh they're also contacting me on instagram so you should try and talk to them or do you want me to talk to them like i don't know what to say (laughs) because they want you to call them But she contacted me, and before the message came through, I was like, oh, my God, this girl has a lot of things that she has to talk about. And she texted me, and I was kind of like, unfortunately, I can't do a reading tonight because, uh, you know, it's just I'm at Aldi's right now, so I can't. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also Friday night, and I'm not prepared because I get really nervous about doing readings because I doubt myself. Uh, But long story short, I knew that she had a lot of things that she needed to talk about, and I was like, this girl's going to be really nice, and I have to do something for her. So I texted her back. And was like, okay, I know I told you that I can't do tonight and we could possibly do tomorrow, Sunday or Monday or next week in general. But if you have time at 730, then we can do a reading. Long story short, I set up my new computer, got on a Zoom meeting with her and the reading was so good. Yeah. So good. And I, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm very uncomfortable with doing Zoom meetings because I feel like I'm not physically there. So I'm not going to get a, enough. Not that it matters. She yeah. just has confidence <laughs> issues in herself. Yeah, I have confidence issues. And then I try to like back them up with whatever type of reasoning I can. And with my abilities, there's no reasoning with it. It just is a thing. That, and I just have to accept it. And it's really hard for me. And that's what <laughs> this business is going to help me deal with too. But right. So my thing that I've been doing to market myself is at the end of readings, I ask the individual if I can send them a thank you letter and uh, send some business cards for them to pass out because it's mostly just word of mouth and, you know, our business advertising. But she's like, oh, yeah, of course. And I'm telling you right now, wholeheartedly, the entire time I was doing this reading with this really extraordinarily nice woman, I thought she was in at least Ohio. I get to her address. She's not even from the state. Yeah. Different state. It doesn't matter where her energy is. You should be able to read it. I know. We're all one. (laughs) Check out our chakra video. We talk about it. It just blew my mind that my spirit guides were like, sneaky, sneaky. You see at the end of this? You finally get this shit now? Yeah, you can do this. Quit doubting yourself. And when I was in my car driving home, I was starting to get information for this girl too because she just had so much energy and she really needed a reading to help 
ease her mind, which is what I do. I bring peace and clarity and validation and try to help people. I was looking at my spirit guides and I kind of like tuned into them, not thinking that they were going to even be there because they've been ignoring me for so many days. They were all there. Yeah. And my redheaded lady, Veronica, was like (gasps) shooting finger guns. She was like, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. I'm so excited for you. She's like, you need to be doing this. This is just everything that you need to be doing. And then like this new guy helping you with that. Because I think that's what you need. The mediums that are on TV that like go through houses and are like, your house is haunted. You need to do this and this and this. They talk to their guides beforehand to help them through it. And I don't feel like you had that until maybe this redheaded girl. But still, I don't know. Well, they don't help me with the reading. Okay, yeah. No, I'm talking about like protecting you from certain things. I'm so glad that you just said protecting you from certain things. Okay, so last night after I had the reading... I was settling into bed and just, you know, thinking about, because I talked to my mom about the reading and how well it went. Um, and then I was talking to Emily about it too, because she wants to know. Oh yeah. So nosy. So I was just sitting there reflecting and like, after I, before I do a reading, I ask spirit for information and only good things. And I try to breathe out all my anxiousness and I kind of check in with my blue man dude to be like, okay, are you ready? Cause I need you to help me, you know, stand by the door and whatever. And I don't think he helps give information. He just, he really just, he's just a point. I don't think he mediates either. He just is a, a point of like comfort for me. Like if someone else is in the room, no, like I don't know that he's there, but I talk to him first almost. I don't know why. I don't think he gives me information. He's just like a comforting present. I think he mediates what's in your energy field and what's not. Yeah, he might. He stands in front of them essentially. Yeah, so I do talk to him. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. Can you kind of like ease yeah. the energy for me a little bit? Because yeah. it's getting a he little over. your energy is what I meant. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> afterwards, so that's what I do before a reading. After the reading, I thank Spirit for my gifts and allowing me to help people because I don't want to be greedy and think that because I'm in this life that I somehow deserve these gifts because I don't. I just want to help people. So after readings, I thank Spirit Kind of like a prayer, like before you eat a meal, like, thank you for doing this because it's great and I appreciate it. So I was laying in bed, kind of just recouping, like going through what was going on again and talking to my spirit guides and thanking spirit again for giving me this ability to help people. And all of a sudden I saw this tan rock monster. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was thinking about how if all of this stuff is going to start happening now, because it literally happened overnight. We have so many followers on TikTok and then I literally had a reading the day of, which is not yeah. something that I do, um, <laughs> but this woman really needed it and I wanted to help her. And I was like, I'm going to need more protection because so far I only have people that make me feel better. But with our last podcast that we did, cause we did a podcast for manifestation and you guys are going to be in a whirlwind for that one. Cause yeah. it was real hard for us to stay on topic. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I need protection for if I'm going to places now or if we book My gigs. My stories are like that too. If we book gigs or something, because Em and I are going to do a crystal video. That's a, a little insider of what we're going to do. But I like I like crystals and I believe in crystals, but I've never used crystals or anything to help protect me. I've used my light and my spiritual energy to protect me from things that aren't good. And now if we're going to be doing all of these things, there's going to be a lot of energy around us. And it makes me nervous that some of it could be malignant, whether it's from people or from entities. So I want protection. And literally this rock monster came in and he was like, I am here to protect you. My God, Liv. (laughs) Sorry, I'm breaking my microphone. So he's kind of there, 
uh, right now, and I was kind of was like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm just hallucinating right now. This <laughs> oh, isn't yeah, okay. real because that's how my brain still works. And uh, so now I think I have a new spirit guide. And he's like this big tan, like, I want to say he's like, you know, like schnitzel from uh, mm. Chowder, Rada yeah. Rada. But he's not, he's not that gray color. He's tan and he's large and I don't see. He's got that same vibe. Yeah, he's kind of like a wall. I want to say he's like made out of sandstone, but he's not. Like sandstone, but also dough at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a literal living wall. Yeah. In between you and dark things. And he just has like this very like, like a spongy kind of feeling. Like he just absorbs everything that could possibly be bad. And he just puts out like. (laughs) Well, he's talking to you. You know how I told you in our chakra video how ohm is the frequency of. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you needed. He like puts out the frequency of ohm. And there's this video on the interwebs of this dad with his baby. And he does the ohm sound. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I have so much anxiety all the time. And I really need someone to like help with it. And I don't know how to help with it. Sorry, we're having a spiritual awakening. I had Who's to cry. Crying. For, I had to cry for a second. And that gets more views, right? <laughs> you guys are more intrigued to listen to us, right? I have more stuff that's going to make you cry. So, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's this video on the internet of this dad with his baby, and the baby's crying and fussy and obviously unhappy. And what he does is he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and as soon as he does that, the baby just looks at him and is quiet. Children understand things that we don't because they don't have an ego and they're so much closer to the spirits and just energy in and of itself that I just think it's so pure that when he makes that noise, she's just encaptured in it and is completely knows that everything's fine. Like just mm-hmm. it settles her. So I had to stop because I was trying to describe the feeling that this new spirit guide gives me and uh I'm just going to call him the rock monster, even though he's not a rock. He's also like putty too, which makes sense because I need both of those. I need a wall. I need someone strong, but I also need someone soft. Literally sounds like my spirit guide, (laughs) but as the ground instead of as a cloud. Yeah, which I need because I need someone to ground me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But he gave me the ohm noise, like the frequency, like in your heart. And, yeah. uh, yeah, so I guess I have a new spirit guide now, guys. What? Of the universe? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of life. Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy. All right, so those, that's my spirit guide story. Now I have a headache because I was crying, and Emily has a headache. Empaths. <laughs> I have a headache every day, though. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, now Em is, is going to talk to you about her spirit guides. So I have two spirit guides, which Liv has read in the YouTube video. So if you guys want a in-depth reading of my spirit guides and all of my deep darks, go check out that video. However, I'm going to talk about different stuff today. But first off, I want to get into how both of my guides communicate. So I have my first spirit guide, which Liv has figured out the name. In our last podcast, he was telling her a name, which is... Zarath or is it Zarath? I mean, you can say it however you want. I say Zarath. It's Z-A-R-A-T-H. And it's crazy because when we recorded this podcast the first time before it sounded dumb, Em was talking about spirit guide names and she's like, well, how do you like name your guides or like, do you know the name names of your guides? And I was like, well, I don't even know that that was it. You were just started telling me, do you like call him something with a C? Well, yeah, because we were talking about our spirit guide names and I was like, oh, you were talking about your spirit guide names. Yeah, and yeah. then he started talking to me because he loves to, t- to talk about himself. Yeah. He's a pretty outgoing individual. He is my, like, self-confidence personified. <laughs> yeah, and I got a Z name, 
And I was like, Emily, do you, cause Emily's really good and creative and she loves coming up with names. So I figured she just came up with a name for her spirit guide. That's why I asked you. <laughs> and I was like, do you call him something with a Z? And she's like, no, I don't have a name for him. He hasn't told me his name. And I was like, and as soon as she said that, he was like, Zaroth. And I was like, oh my Zaroth. God. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy because I usually don't get names, but he likes to talk a lot. So it doesn't surprise me. And then we looked it up and Zaroth is Arabic or old Iranian for, I guess, Zarat is the shortened term of it, but it literally means golden. And the he, golden camel. <laughs> well, it was Zarathusinium or something like that, which was mm-hmm. the full name of some guy that was like... Like the prophet of a religion. Yeah, he yeah. was like a religious deity or something, but I think it's just Zarath, which means golden, and he covers her in a golden light to help with his her anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he mainly does, is he blankets and like helps me with my anxiety, and golden is kind of like that healing energy that pulls the anxiousness out of me mm-hmm. and uh, a lot has happened this week so they've been talking to me a lot and I asked him how he communicates with me because my other spirit guide it's like very obvious because it was like a shift because Zarath has been there since I was like three years old so once I had this second spirit guide I started having different thoughts but the way that Zarath talks to me is he makes things physically happen in the environment, either to give me a sign of where to go or to make me deal with certain things. So, like, he's literally a personification of my (laughs) self-confidence. But the funny thing is, I literally think he talks to you without you knowing about it, and you're one of those physical things that he, like, puppets around. That's because I'm a medium. I I am the physical thing that that everyone puppets me around. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the other day where you were like, are you, like, worried about a girl or something? It's because the day before, I was like, Olivia's going to hate me because hates me. And, uh, you know, okay, sorry. The girl that must not be named hates me. And (laughs) she's going to hate me because we're making this business. And she doesn't really want to be in this business. And I'm making her do it. So he's like, put, he literally put me in a situation where I had to say something to you. But he does it a lot more because when I was asking them this, my other spirit guide, she connects the dots. I don't know how to explain this, but my brain is kind of like a computer. And if you imagine the hard drive of a computer, you have files and you put those files in folders. So imagine those files are like memories. So I'll be thinking about something that kind of triggers her to pick up a file and then give the file to me. And she's like, these two things, they relate. So what happened when I was asking her or asking them about how Zarath communicates with me, she's like, Yeah, this thing we're talking about, it goes with these moments that you've had in your life. And a lot of them are with Liv. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like one of the things is I can't keep a secret from you because you just will pick up on it. (laughs) But at the same time, they wait until it's like okay for you to pick up on it. You know what I'm saying? I don't get information from thin air. I know that's what it seems like because everything that I do isn't physically in front of you, but... I only get told what people want me to know or what people need to know. And and when I say people, I mean spirit. Yeah. But he sets that emotion. Mm. (laughs) So the person that I, because it was funny because we were in the car and we were going to go hang out with my mom, right? Yeah. And I was like, who are you anxious about? Because I wasn't thinking about anything. I'm like, who are you? Like, what girl are you worried about? And I was like, I don't think it's me because we're in the car together, but like you're worried about some girl that's like important in your life and you do things with her. But like, I don't understand it because it seems like it's far away. Yeah. And you were like, I'm not thinking about anything besides it's how the girl bad that my must not is. be named. 
You were worried about her? I'm thinking. Because mm. that's what happened the day before. Because oh. I was like, that was when I was like dying because I was in so much pain. And I was like, she really hates me and I just can't do it. It's all because this person that I loved so much literally just stabbed me in the back out of nowhere. And she reminds me of you because she has the same gifts. So I'm like, well, I apparently took advantage of her. or she, I made her feel like I was taking advantage of her. So now Liv has to feel that way, right? No. I'm also a Leo, <laughs> not a Pisces. So Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he was trying to put me in a situation where I was allowed to say something. Because mm. I'm a Virgo and I'm not going to say something unless it's brought up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is oh, what he does a lot. Which is what I do. I bring things up that you're not yes. thinking about. Yeah. Or you're, mm-hmm. th- you're thinking but won't say. And he... And I don't notice that I do this. I Ev's, know. I'm Ev's fully aware. telling me about it. Because you were telling me about it in the beginning and I was like, it's because Zeroth, like, he influences you to do things. Uh, he does it with, like, physical objects, but you're, like, the easiest one, I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's funny. But yeah, like the other day I was working on a video and I was like, I don't feel good. I'm going to look at TikTok. I'm going to look at TikTok until like 7.30 and it literally 7.30 on a dot, my phone stops working. <laughs> and he, th- I get this feeling like I can't get my video done fast enough. So that was Sarath being like, yeah, you're done with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to focus on business, Yeah, not and, TikToks. <laughs> and that video ended up taking me way longer because... Our podcast didn't work, and my video wouldn't render, so it took me a lot longer than I thought it was going to, because obviously Zeroth knew that and made me start working on it. So it's things like that. So he knew that you were going to have problems, but you didn't know, and you were just putting it off, and he's like, you can't do this because you're going to have issues. Let's deal with them now. Because I was like, this is going to be such an easy video because it's already put together, and I don't have to put thought into putting B-roll in it. And he's like, no, something's going to screw with it, and you're also going to have someone call you to, like, fuck with your podcast, so stop doing that. <laughs> uh, I The way I can kind of conceptualize Zeroth to other people is his personality is like that of the genie from the original Aladdin Disney movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if he could do a song and dance number, he would. But he's also telling me, he's like, that's too much work. I don't need that. But it's just because he's, like, sassy. He's like, Yeah, he's, like, the chill version of that. And he takes up a lot of space. Which also, I don't know if we actually explained it. He is, like, a cloud-like being. He's, like, a shapeshifter. So he, well, I don't know, takes different forms to be exactly what I need. Because, like I said in the last podcast with all of my zodiac signs, I have a lot of things that make no sense together. So at one point, I'll be like, and Aries and I'll be like stuck and everybody hates me or one time I'll be like I'm a Virgo and everything's moving too quickly <laughs> so he has to shapeshift himself to be exactly what I need but yeah he told me this week how he communicates with me and it blows my mind <laughs> I'm glad I can be the medium for you guys I think he thinks it's funny that he uses you of course you're the easiest thing to use yeah he also speaks to me through like TikToks and like videos. It's because it's what you're always looking at. Yeah. So it's the easiest thing and for it's him to do. Really easy because it's like words. So he can find something that's the exact thing that he wants to say type mm-hmm. deal, which he does. And I show an example in our YouTube video with the girl with the rainbow cards. So tune into our YouTube channel if you want. Yeah. If more you want information. the full story. Again, we're doing this for a second time, so. Sorry for forgetting some things because it feels like we've only been talking about it forever. So who's your second one? She's new. She scares me. She's nice to Anne, but she's not nice to me. My second one is kind of the opposite. So what? 
I have a question. So the other day when I was writing out this, um, I wrote out a script for us to do for this so that we wouldn't miss any information from the first time we recorded it. So I listened to the crappy recording and then wrote down stuff that we should point out. And while I was writing down the script for what we're doing now, I got an R name, like mm. Rose yeah, or Rosaline. That's what your mom was saying. I know. <laughs> your mom was saying that because she thought. Because she thought my Aunt, Aunt Lil was, was talking about it. Yeah. And it makes sense because she's kind of like. Stern. Well, no. I don't know. It's like she hides behind things. Like she's like shy. Who? Aunt Lil or your spirit guide? My spirit guide. Because when she was telling you about that dark thing, it was like jumbled because there were like so many things talking to you at once. Yeah. I feel like that same thing happened. Well, I I got R. And then I was thinking Rose or Rosaline or Rosalie. That's what your mom was saying. I know. And then I thought about that and I was like, do you think that she was confusing M Spirit Guide with Aunt Lil? Because they're both strong presences. I, I don't I don't doubt that my mom was talking to Aunt Lil 100% because she was. Well, yeah. Because she your was Aunt describing her energy. Take, but your female spirit guide also might have gotten in the crosshairs. Because I was like, read M Spirit Guides. And she's like, I don't want to. Because <laughs> she's like me. <laughs> Yeah, so you brought it up, too, so it triggered her. Yeah. Because I feel like she, I feel like you think she's stern because she's shy, so a lot of times that comes off as a cold Which tendency. is what Virgos come off as. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very strange because Zeroth is more Aries, he's my self-confidence, and then Rosaline. Whatever you want. She's your spirit guide. I'm just saying that I got well, an R name. name, and it's like Rose, Rosalie, or Rosaline. Yeah, well, Rosaline... She's more quiet and like... Or Roslyn? Personal. Is that Rosaline? how you say that? I think Rosaline is better. Rosaline. But I also think that's interesting because how I see her is she has her hair pulled back into a bun and there's a like a red velvet scrunchie around it. Makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, classy librarian. Yeah, she is literally the personification of a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, because that's how I think. And it's very opposite of my Aries, which is my actions. Which, oh my god, it's literally just personifications of that, because Zaroth speaks to me through actions that he affects in the environment. Because he's a Leo, he takes care of you. He's a Leo? <laughs> he, he's like, what are you well, that's me? your Leo side too, right? And he yeah. shapeshifts, Fires. he makes masks. Fun. Right, that would make sense. <laughs> Ugh, hate Leos. <laughs> Rosaline, she talks to me like a computer, which I explained a little bit, but the idea behind that, how I know it's a different thought like it's not my own thoughts is it happens really really quick so I'll be thinking of something unrelated and then all of a sudden I like make a connection even though it's like information I didn't have before if that makes sense I have been going through a spiritual awakening which uh, I always feel like I'm going insane when I'm talking about this because it's weird so we did a chakra video, and when I was editing the video, my guides were telling me how I opened each one of the chakras. <laughs> so she was doing the thing where she was like, this thing you're watching right now, it goes with these moments in your life. So she was basically saying, this is how this opened, and it happened in order. Like, you're literally opening your chakras in order, and now you're on your throat chakra, which if you guys haven't seen our videos or our podcast. our podcast the throat chakra deals with speaking your own truth yes so it is blocked by the lies you tell yourself which is exactly what a leo is so my coping mechanism for trauma is i pretend to be a character for each person that i know 
I talked about this a little bit in my Zodiac video, but lately I feel like they're trying to open that chakra and I feel like this company is going to be what is like the first step because it's very personal that we're what like the stuff we're talking about and all that. So my guides for the last two weeks have been filling me full of energy and they have been trying to help me open this block. My spirit guides are essentially giving me outputs to relate to so that I can figure out how to open that block because because it's like so seated in my personality and myself because it's my rising sign. I'm a Leo rising. I see people, I see myself as a burden, which is why I have to change my personality to be a character for each person. So they're saying, if you stop doing that, all of these good things will start happening happening to you because you will be living for yourself instead of trying to live for everyone else. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she was, she was connecting all of these things in my head. Yeah, and they're making you watch all these things too. <laughs> yeah, because I also watched um, that thing about witchcraft in the threes. So we have, I don't know, a mascot for a company. Agya. Agya. Agya is our business spirit guide. He's a Swami. I think so. We can say that. He's a Swami man. And he he showed up to live. (laughs) He's saying that he wasn't a Swami. He never got that high of a level, but he's Mm -hmm. like, it's nice that you think that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he came up when I was asking you to look at Swamis. Yeah, for chakras. Yeah. But... When we were doing the chakra video, he came in when Liv was talking about the third eye chakra, and he kept signing three to her, and I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And the angel number for three is divine completeness, or divine, yeah, divine completeness. It's a complete number. So it's like the holy trinity. It's all one. It's fully complete when you have all three of your trinity, trinity, trinity. Trinidad hot sauce. Trinidad hot sauce. <laughs> ADHD. But yeah, they showed me this video of like this witchcraft video where they're explaining like this law of threes. So when you put something into the universe, you receive it threefold. So it like you receive it in times of three, if that makes sense. So you don't want to put bad things into the universe because you will receive that threefold. And that would be very bad. So I told Liv that, and she's like, Agya is showing me, like, a seed being put into the ground, and you get a lot more fruit from what the seed can provide. So you're putting this tiny bit of energy into the world, and it's creating a whole bunch of fruit for your labors, so to speak. Yeah. I love him. He's so cute. (laughs) Yeah, he's He's always happy. And whenever he talks... He's a warm energy. Yeah. He's adorable, guys. I wish you could see him. <laughs> Fan <But> art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting because I wouldn't have, again, I struggle with my things, so I, I always am like, am I just thinking of these things? But, yeah, I liked the fruit thing that he showed me. Oh, that's what you're talking about? Yeah, because when he showed me that, I was like, this has to just be me processing things. But Well, I triggered it, no? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have thought of that want- first. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Because you were talking about threes in relation to him, and I was just like, makes sense. And then you're like, uh, I think you said something about his name, but that's also why he comes in. Because he's the, 
Agya is your third eye chakra. Actually, it's no. Agna. It's A G A N. That's why I sent that name to you because I was like, this is the third eye chakra. But Agya means holy. So and I wrote down Agya, but the third eye chakra is Agna. So there's an yeah. N in it. It's A J N A. So he gave me a name again, and it was something <laughs> you, slightly you different. You didn't even know, and it means something. It means holy. He's so cute. I can't cry again in a dumb podcast. Yeah, it means holy in Sanskrit. Aww. That's why I was telling you that, because you were telling me that was the third eye chakra, and you came back, and it wasn't that, because I was like giving you what the third eye chakra name is. Oh, I thought you were just spelling it wrong, and I was like, why is she spelling oh, yeah, it wrong? Oh, yeah, no, it's I looked A-G-Y-A. it up. Because I was like, I can't remember how to spell it, so I'm going to look up the third eye chakra and give her that. That's crazy. Uh-huh. I thought I was talking about third eye chakra, but the no. fact that we named him Agya, because that's what I thought it was, and it literally means holy man. Yeah, it means holy in Sanskrit. And he lived in India. Yeah. Listen to our other our chakra podcast. We talk about Agya a little bit more, but that's crazy. Uh-huh. Why am I getting so many names all of a sudden? I also, I really enjoy when you get them and you don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> My God. So the last thing I want to talk about is Liv talked about her protection and this is where I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some dark thing join us on our podcast about manifestation because we talked about them. And I was like, well, Liv is putting herself out there and doing all of these readings and stuff and she needs some sort of protection because that's, I don't know how you would protect yourself if you have to be open in order to read. So I put myself as that job to figure that out. So I've been asking my spirit guides about that the whole week. And on this one day, they kept showing me things of people. They kept showing me people like standing in front of death of other people. So like standing in front of a bus and pushing someone out of the way type deals. And After I saw that, I got that feeling of, like, an unconditional love. And Rosaline, she picked that one up and was like, you know how you think faith is an energy that is unbendable and that is what is going to protect people? Well, you're wrong because unconditional love is the same thing. So this unconditional love, the reason why it's faith is because there's no conditions. So I can't convince someone to not love someone who has un- unconditional love because there there's no conditions. There's nothing I can tell you to change that. So what they did for me <laughs> is they made me feel that love and Liv described what the like dark thing, like what his energy was like. And it was like this dark, empty, like fear-based creature. And the feelings that I was getting literally came out of nowhere. I was walking to my bedroom and she was showing me this energy that was like, or I don't know if it was her or Zaroth, but I felt this energy of unconditional love that I've never felt before in my life. And it was like happy. It was peace. And it was like one of the most powerful energies that I've ever felt. And they're like, if you surround her in this Nothing can touch her. Because that's what I do to people. (laughs) That's why my chakras always peak. (laughs) Well, it also makes sense because that's what you surround yourself with. Yeah, and the people that I love. (laughs) Yeah! I love you, Em. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, but it's crazy that 
you also got that protection thing that was triggered by that thing we were <laughs> that was in the room with us when we were podcasting. Yeah, because white light is um is good, but for some reason, my mom uses white light when she's around things, but she also has something that she talked to Em and I about um, a little bit, like last week when we were hanging out with her, and hers are branches, but she's going to, she might talk about that herself, so... With me, I like to surround myself in golden light because golden light, I think, is more powerful just for me. Um, it has more substance to it than white light, whereas white light is more transient piece. But golden light is more like healing protection piece. Yep. Like there's more oomph behind it than white That's light. That's why Zaroth covers me in it. Yes. And then mm-hmm. with pink light, pink light is love and also healing, but in a different manner. Um, and like M said it, Whereas gold is more like protection and uh, like, how do I, how do I explain it? It's more like a shield or an armor. Like if you think of like gold plating, that's what I think of. But with love and the pink energy, it really just is like vast, unconditional. It likes, it like sponges everything into it because it, it doesn't end. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It like makes you want to cry with happiness. Yeah. But you, like, feel it through your entire body. Yeah. And I've never felt that before, ever. (laughs) And it literally came out of nowhere. They're like, this energy, have it. Yeah. (laughs) You just need to recreate that feeling and surround, like, fill a room with it, and nothing can touch you. Um, You will be untouchable. What is the the spell in Harry Potter? Which one? The one where you have to use happy memories. Oh, (laughs) The Patronus? Yeah, it's basically like that, but amplified. Because it's not just a single memory. It's love itself. Yeah. <laughs> just I don't so know. that the people can like try and understand what we're saying. But yeah, they she connected she connects things. She connected that feeling with the opposite feeling of what Liv was describing, and I was like, this is literally the opposite. And mm-hmm. that's how I got the idea of this is where the protection comes in and I I just kept getting this feeling of standing in front of someone being shot like taking a bullet for someone so that's how she was like telling me this (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy yeah wow this episode was heavy (laughs) Uh, yeah well I mean the video was heavy uh I mean let's also talk about the fact that we spent so much time recording the first two videos and I thought they were perfect and now we're recording them again. Mm-hmm. So we have so many things that we have to share. I hope this works. We could talk to sp- about spirit guides probably for days. days. Which is why we have a fucking podcast about spirit stuff. Yeah, <laughs> metaphysicals. So that's our spirit guides. And everyone has their own spirit guides. And they are just people, things, beings that lead you through your life. So if you guys have any stories about your spirit guides, if you try that symbols test to get validation, we would love to hear your stories. We have a spot on our website. If you go to metapsychics.com on the extras tab, you go to the paranormal stories forum. You can write in your story there and we will add it to one of our next videos and podcast just make sure that it's an original story because we will be checking we don't want any copyright infringement issues creepy pasta things i don't know if there's ever been a spirit guide creepy pasta though i'm not you sure you never know my dude <laughs> 
So yeah, we would love to hear your stories. We want to know how you communicated with your spirit guide if you've never done it before, or if you're, you know, cool with your spirit guide. Let us know what they look if like. If you're or a seer like Liv. <laughs> yeah, it's always cool finding more people like me. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok, all on at Metapsychics. And we will be coming at you through the sound waves next Sunday also, with some manifestation. Also, if you guys are interested in booking a reading, we have all of those services on our website, which is metapsychics.com. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you can book your readings there. Yeah. Now, because of TikTok, we've been getting a little bit of an influx in readings. and uh, It's confusing. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, if you want a psychic medium, hit book a reading under the psychic tab. It has like tree on it. If you want a pet psychic reading, you can put book a reading under that. And it's all Zoom readings night right now because we're getting a lot of people from all around the country. Yeah, and, it's super uh, fun. Yeah, I'm really excited to meet all of you, and I'm really excited to meet all of the people that you that want to talk to you or have things to say to you. So if there's any problems, feel free to uh, DM, DM us or message yeah. us on Instagram or Facebook. You can find our pages. I'm Olivia the Medium on Facebook, and Em and I are at Metapsychics. It's probably easier if you contact us on Metapsychics because then it's one spot instead of 8,000. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. We will be coming to you. Our next episode will be on manifestation on Sundays at 11.11. We are your meta site kicks. Wow. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.